Well, you know what that music means. It means that it is Blair and Barker. On Sportsnet 590, the fans, Sportsnet 360. Charlie Montoyo is no longer manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays announcing officially about 15 minutes or so ago that they have fired Charlie Montoyo. They have replaced him with John Schneider, who is Charlie Montoyo's bench coach uh, on an interim basis. Casey Candell will join the Blue Jays coaching staff. Uh, he will come up from AAA Buffalo and serve as John Schneider's bench coach. Uh, Kevin had a chat with Ross Atkins yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, no inkling that this was coming. Not that I expect the general manager to tip his hand. No inkling that this was coming yesterday. They had a fairly lengthy conversation. Um, but it's it's pretty clear from what we were hearing from people around the team that uh, Charlie Montoya's job, as much as you know, people say it's on the general manager, it's on the general manager, on the general manager, Charlie Montoya's job was had had been put in jeopardy by the team's recent slide and by the fact that um, yeah, expectations this year were that the Blue Jays would be one of the best teams in the American League and go to the World Series. And uh, they are one of the best teams in the American League by record right now, but I don't think anybody around this team was happy with the way things had played out. And, and that, that four-game sweep by the Seattle Mariners, I think, pretty much did in Charlie Montoya because they won last night. Yeah, I think so. You ask yourself, is this surprising? Absolutely not, right? They're four games above 500. The Orioles are, are two games behind in the, in the in the loss column. Like, it's... You would expect better, even with the bullpen that they have, with the with this with the 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 lineup being what it is. Uh, you expect better. Like the expectations coming into the season, not seeing spring training, the expectations were going to the World Series or bust. And to have the the first half that they've had, you sort of saw this coming. Maybe didn't see it coming today, but free agency with with. In a, in a jail, you know, you get you looking over here, you do this, sort of, you hide it a little bit, you try and do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, you're not, you I haven't mean, been in the media business well, long you, enough you to know, be playing the uh, conspiracy you know, card, my friend. Uh, yeah. Let me play the conspiracy uh, uh, card here. It's funny, did it start at 12 o'clock? <laughs> uh, it happened at 12. Yeah, you Ken Rosenthal had it funny. around 12. I was well, just sitting down to a burger. And I was, uh, I was, I was, I was putting the blinker on to I get on the highway, and See, somebody had texted and said Charlie Montoya lost his job. You never, you never. It's a bad day for Charlie. Like, like I, I've, been, I've lost my job as a baseball player. It is not a good feeling. Uh, you, you know, you, you feel like you're the only guy on, on an island, and I'm sure he'll get past this. I'm sure he tried his best. Just so happens it didn't work out, and and you know, it gets back to that GM can't fire himself. So, that, again, we've said this, and we'll continue to say it on this show. There's a lot of blame that can go around for everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yes. There, and there's some pieces that need to be added. But I will say this. If you're in that locker room and you're a coach and you're a player, the message has been sent. The expectations are what they are, and they are still that way. It's about winning. And when you're not winning, your job's at jeopardy. And, there's, I, you know, I would assume nobody's safe. So, it's it's win mode now. And, and. Everybody's put up, been put on notice, but again, I I I just want to send out. It, it is a little sad day for Charlie because I've been there. I know the feeling, and hopefully he gets past this. He's a good man. Just so happens it didn't work out here, and hopefully he moves on and gets another job and and can take off and do what he wants to do as a manager at, at, with a different organization. But again, this you know the trade deadline just makes a lot of sense, right? The trade the the free agency with the NHL. Uh, coming the, tra- the the trade deadline coming for the Blue Jays. So, you know, you bring in John, who's a good man, who knows all the players, who has a good relationship with the players. You're especially, not missing that. Especially, and he managed the two of the most important players on this team. Like and he knows Bo and Vladdy and better than anybody does, in the organization. Absolutely. So if anybody could move Vladdy around the order. Oh, yeah. That, so they could have that conversation. And I'm assuming that the GM will bring him in new players. So that new manager, even if he won't be the long-term manager, he'll be the manager this year and be able to hopefully make a serious run at this and go where the Blue Jays want to go. The Blue Jays are 46 and 42. They're 15 and a half out of the, uh, out of the American League East race. Um, they're in a jumbled wild card hunt right now, along with Tampa Bay, Boston, Cleveland, and Seattle. They lost 9 of 10 for winning 4-3 last night. Look, this is the second manager Ross Atkins has fired as general manager. Ross is under contract 
through 2026. Charlie had another year left in his contract. Uh, there really was no long-term security for Charlie un- under this contract. You know what the problems are with this team. Just Again, they've got a lineup that most people would put up amongst the four or five best lineups in baseball. Very few of their main players have hit the way you'd expect them to hit. Their best hitter has been Alejandro Kirk. We didn't even know if he was going to be in the team in spring training. We thought he might be traded someplace. Starting pitching, Alec Manoa has been terrific. Kevin Gossman has had some shaky outings. Jose Barrios, same thing as Kevin Gossman. Maybe not, not, he hasn't been quite as good as Gossman. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, one of their free agent acquisitions in the offseason. He's in the bullpen. Nobody knows what the hell they can do with him. Hyunjin Ryu is, uh, is hurt. He's undergoing surgery. He's probably not going to throw another pitch for the Blue Jays in the bullpen. Oftentimes this year has been a tire fire. So let, let, let's, be very, let's be very clear about this. Um, the blame for this was not a well-constructed team. I'll just flat out say it. This was not a well-constructed team. Uh, Charlie was an easy guy to get rid of. And, and I guess you almost reach a point, Kevin, with a manager where the manager has to kind of prove to you that you shouldn't make a move, that you shouldn't fire him. And I think that's where we were. I think that's where we were with Charlie. Last night, and we talked about this in Blair and Barker. I'm just going to flat out ask you, because you know that the GM's in the booth. Sure. You had that review, that play at first base with Vladdy. Mm-hmm. Vladdy's waving to the dugout. Don't review it. Don't review it. I didn't touch the bag. I didn't touch the bag. The review is made. The play is held up, upheld, I should say. The Jays don't, or the Jays lose their review. We talked about him, Blair and Barker. Now, people may be rolling their eyes. That's a bad look. When you're one of your key players, and a guy who, by the way, has been a pretty good defensive player, is basically telling you, let's just get the freaking game going. I don't want to see my mistake on the big board four or five times. Mm-hmm. Let's get the ball back in Jose's hand. Come on, let's go. Got to... That was an awful look. I know the Jays won the game 4-3, but I can tell you that that was the talking point yeah, with a lot uh, of people. I hope that's not the reason why, why That could have been fired. the last straw. Yeah, probably not. Okay. At least I hope not. I, I hope it had more to do with conversations that he would have with players and coaches around him and and they could feel the room. We talk about this all the time with Alex Cora. you got to be able to do that. you got to be able to know what the temperature is in the room, and I hope it's just me. I hope it had more to do with that than it did what he saw last night. It's a terrible look. It's a minor league look. It can never happen with a contending team. can't happen with any team at the big league level. There's no excuse for it. But I hope that's not the, the deciding factor on why he was fired. You don't want to make spur-of-the-moment decisions like that. So I hope this was something that they'd been thinking about already, and I'm sure it was. And it just so happens that this is sort of the right time to do it. It's just funny when it happened and what was going on around it. For it to happen? Well, it's also the, you know, I mean, it's also the day after, uh, two days after, I should say, that the that Charlie and the coaching staff, uh, you know, went uh, along with Ross, uh, had a chartered flight to the funeral of uh, Mark Budzinski, their first So you're for sure not going to do it on that day? Yeah, I, I mean, no. that's that's ghoulish, but I, I'm just saying, you know, people, and people are saying it in social media and putting two and two together. With that, uh, but I don't anyhow. think it matters. Now you got to move on and figure out how you're going to win some baseball games. Bingo. That's the, the bottom line is now, now the, now the spotlight is right back on the GM. You've taken it away. You fired somebody John that you Gibbon, brought in here. John Gibbons now was a mulligan. You. John Gibbons oh, was a mulligan. Absolutely. Jeff Blair, Kevin Barker could have fired John Gibbons. That was a mulligan. No question. He wasn't your guy. This is a guy you went out and signed. You did a proper search. He's the guy you settled on. For all, I would say, for all the right reasons when Charlie came sure. aboard. And I'm going to say this about Charlie Montoya before we turn the page on him. I am not in the clubhouse enough to know who doesn't like whom. Who has got an issue with whom. Who likes the home run jacket? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like the home run jacket? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all the... When a team... When a team is as bad as this team has been lately, or let me rephrase that, when a team plays as badly as this team has played lately, optics, 
optics. People start mm. looking at things. Are guys sure. wearing the jacket? Is Bo taking the jacket off fast? Mm -hmm. Is Bo wearing Your the jacket? Your best player's throwing his stuff. hands up. Why are you doing something? That, optics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, But I do want to say this about Charlie Montoya. And Barker's right. If you know Charlie Montoya's background, he's a good man. Hard he not to like right him. He earned the right to be a manager. He absolutely mm -hmm. earned the right to be a major league manager. And last year, with the Blue Jays doing the road warrior thing because of COVID-19, I got to think that part of that team's effectiveness, part of the reason that that team came within a game of making the playoffs, and as far as we know, didn't end up with throwing punches at each other, part of that has to be laid at the foot of the manager and his coaching staff. Because we can talk about the analytics and how much of a role analytics have in the game now and making the lineup and all that stuff. But analytics can't tell you when to call a couple of dudes in and say, guys, like, you know, your ass is dragging, your tails mm -hmm. are down. What the hell's up? I know this is hard because we're, you know, you're away from your family and we're, we're playing in Buffalo one day in this. But so I'm just throwing that out there. Charlie deserves a lot of credit for getting, for getting helping get the Blue Jays through last year. I'm glad year. you said that. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, Charlie Montoyo has been fired as manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. John Schneider will replace him effective tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies. Casey Candell has joined the coaching staff. He will be John Schneider's bench coach. He was the manager at AAA Buffalo. Let's talk about John Schneider. We know he managed Bo and Vladdy in AA. I jokingly refer to him as the Vladdy Whisperer. You know so. John. Is. <laughs> yeah, I hope I, I hope he's the Vladdy Yeller uh, or the Vladdy String Puller. You know John. I'm just going to say this. You know John better than just about anybody else in the city. You mm -hmm. guys have a friendship that goes back a long time. A long time. What type of a manager? This is an unfair. I was going to say, what type of a manager is John Schneider? I'm not going to ask you that. How will John Schneider handle this situation? That's what I'm going to ask you. This is me. Again, this is very hard for us to have conversations about what goes on behind closed doors and in clubhouses. But I do think knowing the man the way I know the man, he will hold players accountable. And it just sounds to me like the conversations that I've heard that that's been an issue lately is some players that matter the most on that team are questioning why that's not been happening. And I just think Char that, that Charlie, for whatever reason – players certain players didn't think that was being was taking place and now i think the way i know john and from what he's seen he should learn from experience that certain things that have to be handled in certain ways and now it's about winning doesn't hide the fact that the guy he's handing the ball to whenever he takes the ball from the starting pitcher ain't real good all the time <laughs> so that's not hiding the fact so you have to go with your strength now we'll Will John put more runners in motion? Will he do small things? Will he change the lineup? Well, and will he have an opportunity to change the lineup? Or is it the khakis? Now, you, well, let's, that, no. let's not lie about it. That's a good way let's to put it. Let's not lie about it. It is, it is strongly being brought to coaches and managers. Is this what we see? This is what we'd like for it to look like. You make your own determination. Well, what are you going to do if you're Charlie? Or you're John Snyder. So the will the, will the leash be long enough for him to be able to go to a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and say, "Look, listen, we've been trying to do this since day one. Let's let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can make a serious run at this thing. We we've seen we've been we've been put on notice. It's about winning. Finally, in Toronto, it's all about winning and nothing else. So. It just will be interesting to see. I know the man. I know how he is. I know he cares about his players. I know he'll try and hold them accountable, which is a big deal. Fans been yelling and screaming about that. Hopefully he does that. Hopefully he pushes the envelope a little bit. You got an opportunity. Your team's not doing what they're supposed to be doing offensively. Put some runners in motion. Do little things. Maybe he'll try and do that a little bit more. But, again, I continue to say it, and you've said it forever. Doesn't hide the fact that the quality of stuff that he's handing the ball to has not been great. Again, this puts the spotlight right back on the, the person that fired Charlie to bring better quality people in here that can get the job and, done in the American League East and, again, make a serious run at this. And this will put that emphasis back on the GM. We'll see if he does it or not. I'll tell you what else this suggests to me as we get close to the trade deadline on August 2nd. 
I think I think a lot of things are on the table this afternoon that weren't on the table before. Like you fire a manager when your team's in the playoffs, which that's a great point. Yeah, they they're in a playoff spot. There's an urgency there. There's an urgency that, to my way of thinking, anyhow, suggests that. You may not be looking at necessarily trading a Jordan Groshans for some arm. I would imagine, all right, I won't imagine, I'll say this. I would not at all, I would not at all be surprised if you don't see some trade options put in the table that might might surprise people. Things he wouldn't have talked about. Things he wouldn't have talked about a month ago. I mean, we talked about Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, those are obvious things. But... You mentioned panic mood. Do you think this is what this is? You see, I don't think, it's going to sound odd. I don't think firing a manager is a panic move. You just just mentioned your team's in the playoffs. Yeah, but. but If it it ended today, they're they're in a playoff spot. It used to be. But to me, a panic move is I got out of bed, looked at the standing, said, God, my team sucks. I got to do something. I'm going to fire the manager. I'm willing to bet that this decision was not just Ross Atkins' decision. Now it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. fall on him because he's the sure. GM. But this wasn't just Ross waking up and saying, I gotta do something. And that suggests to me there's you know, a lot of you, talk about this and that this is there are some other dominoes to fall you know, here. You know, also too, you you asked me about John Snyder. John Snyder is a very good talker. He oh, is a he very is. good talker. And whenever you need to walk a fan base off the plank. Did Charlie always ooze confidence when he's speaking? I mean, I don't want to say that in a bad way because I'm not trying to, but John Snyder's a better talker. John Snyder's a better. He will sell it to a fan base a lot better than Charlie did. I mean, that's facts. I'm not saying anything off, off the wall here, but that may be part of it too, right? You just need a little bit better salesman. Me personally, I thought John Snyder should have been the man from the start. That was just me. I know. With, with who I their, know be- who I know their best did. players were, the 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 uh, the faith that the best players had in that man, I just thought that would have been a better choice. Wasn't the way they went. Again, we don't have no idea what went on behind closed doors. No idea. I'm just saying this because I know the man and I know the relationship and where he'd been with their best players. It just made a ton of sense. But, boy, you start thinking about when you are expected to do something and you need to really sell it to everybody and not all the time your manager's great at doing that. And all of a sudden, the, the guy that's coming back in, you listen to John talk, I, he can talk. I truly believe you reach a point. I said this a little earlier. You reach a point as a manager. And all, I think every manager reaches it with every team. There are odd exceptions. There's, there's, there's a Joe Torrey, there's Walter Alston, all these, all these guys. Guys have been around forever. But I do believe that a manager reaches a certain point where it's almost you have to convince people not to fire you. And I don't think Charlie, I don't think Charlie was able to fight that fight. I do not believe Charlie was able to fight that fight successfully. He may not have had the horses in the stable to do it either. Like I just said there, again, the, the manager from, in my eyes, there's exceptions. Alex Cora is an exception. I mean, I, 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 you know me. How I feel about most managers, Alex Cora brings it out differently in Red Sox land than most managers do. I I just think Charlie, you try and think back of there's certain things you can pick at of what Charlie did well, that are no brands like last night. That's there's no excuse for that, and that's something that you got to live with. I just think that there's you need you need better horses in the stable, like you need better. And that, again, gets back to the GM and the things that I said this, and I've said this to you before, when you talk about contending teams and you talk around, you talk to the GMs that's been through it before, they always bring up the same thing. You, you, you try and surround your team with what ifs. What if the starting pitcher that, that you count on a lot gets hurt? What if the, the, the closer has some hiccups and has to go through things? What if the setup guy has a, Step back. What if the guy that was good last year in your bullpen is not good this year? You take care of what ifs. Have they taken care of what ifs? So this is things that you have to you have to going to have to take care of. It, it's it looks like they're going to get new pieces in here. John will have to go to the right guy at the right time, and the expectations are higher than they've ever been here. 
Back when Charlie Montoya was name manager of the Blue Jays, one of the things that uh, that I wrote was, and I talked about, was ultimately Charlie Montoya's legacy as a manager. Aside from winning a World Series, his legacy as a manager was going to be determined by the success Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had in breaking into the majors. I remember having a discussion with Felipe Alou when Vladdy Sr. was breaking into the majors. And Felipe said, I, I, I want to have this job. I want to be the guy who helps Vladdy Sr. break into the majors. And Charlie did that. Charlie got Vladdy through a year, uh, COVID year, where he played every day. Did the whole DH first base. I mean, they did the DH first base move. Uh, from third base and all that. I will say this. It, it's interesting because, one, I think we'd have to say that Charlie was successful. As much as he had a role in getting Vladdy's feet on the ground, he was successful there. But it is kind of interesting that one of the reasons he's fired this year is that Vladdy Jr. has not had a good year because Vladdy Jr. needs to be great for this team <clears throat> to get where it needs to go. And I just uh, there's a tie in there. There's a tie in there. And I'm also saying that because I think that's something else to remember about Charlie Montoya. Because one thing we know about this city, and I'm guilty of it at times as well, this city, their sports media, they do love to rewrite history. Sure. I, you know, every time I hear somebody pine for John Gibbons, I keep saying, where the hell were you three years ago? Whenever, when they stunk. Like, where were you the first time through when John Gibbons was getting ripped because he was kind of a slow talker, a low talker? So we have a tendency to rewrite history in this city. And I just, I, I do think you do need to say that. Charlie Montoyo, at the end of the day, uh, if Charlie Montoyo doesn't get another job, he will be remembered as the guy who was the manager of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, when he broke into the game, if Flatty is as, as, as good as we think he's going to be. Again, the news, Charlie Montoya has been fired as manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. John Schneider will be manager tonight when the Jays take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Casey Candell has been promoted from AAA Buffalo. He will be John Schneider's bench coach. All the other coaches, as far as we know right now, are in place. Kevin Barker, two games, one more game against the Phillies. Kansas City coming in for four. Then you got the all-star break. Kansas City is going to be a weakened team because they're not going to have a bunch of guys due to COVID-19 restrictions. We already know the Phillies are without a couple of guys due to COVID-19 restrictions. In a lot of ways, if you were looking at the schedule mm -hmm. and saying, when would you make a move to bring your new manager in? Because you do like to, I mean, general managers will never say, is you like to give your new dude a soft, you like, you, you like to give him a little bit of a soft landing. I'm not certain you want to throw him in uh, in, in, well, I was going to say in a series in New York, although J.P. Ricciardi fired Carlos Tosca in a Saturday afternoon in New York and said, John Gibbons, congratulations, here's your new job, your first gig, go out on a Sunday afternoon and beat the Yankees. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's that's another thing that must be said about this as well is uh, the timing makes a certain coming amount of sense. Up, coming off way. a win, facing some bad a, a bad team coming up in, in Kansas City, which you should take four games from them. Uh, yeah, the all-star, the all-star game coming up, which is a break, a little bit of away can get away from the news, the bad news. And then the, the trade deadline coming up, everything's lined up for them to make some changes and have John Snyder and this team sort of, I, I guess if you were going to do this, this was the best time to do it. No, I'm just sitting here trying to, uh. You know, I shouldn't try to communicate with people while this is going on, should I? It's probably not a great idea. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, by the way, had the, uh, had the story first. And uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else we need to know going in. No, that is, that is where we are. Uh, again, the Blue Jays have sent out a press release, so it is official. I imagine we will have a media availability with mm -hmm. John Schneider today, and then it'll be, uh, there'll be a feeding frenzy for players, and it, it sure. will be intriguing to see what some of the players I, I, think of this. I've never been, well, I've never been on a team that, that had a manager fired at the big league level, but I would assume if you're one of the key guys on this team, you have a little hand in this too. Like you're, you're one of the main reasons why they're only four games above 500. 
we, we've mentioned the lineups not living up to what we thought they were going to live up to. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is not having the year that he was having last year, not even close. So they got a little, they dipped their toe in a little bit of this too, and they had a reason, some of the reasons of why Charlie's getting fired too, and the expectations here have went up. Like there's, there's no doubt now if you're in that locker room that what this organization's all about, it's about winning. You make a mistake, you correct it, you fix it, but it's about winning now. And so I think I think there should be a little urgency here. Hopefully we see better at bats. That's that's yeah. all I can say because this lineup's going to take them where they ultimately want to go, and hopefully we start seeing so, that and there's some urgency there. Now, I, I, there are a lot of managers with experience out there. Uh, you know, Bruce Bochy, Mike Sosha, somebody on text line wants to know if Joe Girardi would be a potential new manager. Um, you know, the name that has a certain connection to Mark and Ross is Bud Black, uh, currently the manager of the Colorado Rockies, and he's under contract. So I, I don't know if there would be an, an approach might be made in the offseason or not. But my sense, Kevin, is the Jays, the Jays want to see, I think they want to see, they want to see what John Schneider does. They want to see what John Schneider can do here. I think they're fully prepared to let John Schneider I'm run sure. this out. The Joe Girardi thing, he he's shown you that even in Philly, he doesn't know how to handle a bad he's, bullpen he's either. Been, and he cannot so handle bring a him here team. to try and handle another one? No, that, and the other thing to keep in mind, if we're going to start talking about who might ultimately be the manager, we never thought Charlie Montoya would manage his team. Like One of the things you know about baseball now, I guarantee you when the Padres had an opening a couple of years ago, nobody was thinking that Jace Tingler was going to be the guy. Nope. So uh, teams pick their managers differently than they used to. Mm-hmm. But I hope John Schneider gets the chance here. Uh, he's a good man. He's done a lot of the hard yards in this organization. You know how you, you, know how you push, the, push their hand? Win. You win a bunch of games and make a, a, a legit run in the playoffs. I'm not saying win the World <laughs> Series, but make it look a little different than it's been looking. Now, hopefully, they're going to help him, help him bringing in some better pieces, but it's about winning. He wins. It'd be real tough not to have John Schneider as the manager moving forward, and I hope he gets the opportunity. He's a good man. He's, he's done everything in my mind to to be a part of that, and and hopefully he's learned and he's watched Charlie. Well, you know, the good and the bad. You, you learn from p- other people's mistakes. You don't make those same mistakes. Hopefully he he takes it and runs with it, and hopefully they win a bunch of games. If you're a Blue Jays fan, root for John Snyder. Do all the rooting you can because you want them to go as far and as deep and look as good as possible to make a serious run. It's a lot more fun for me and you, Jeff, to come on here and talk good about the Blue Jays. And we hopefully we can do that. Yeah. It, uh, it's something that we sort of – I mean, we started – I'm trying to figure out when exactly we started hearing that this might be a possibility. I remember writing when the Jays and, and saying when the Jays gave Charlie the extension. The extension it was it was kind of a it was kind of a lukewarm extension. Mm-hmm. As far of as far as vote of votes of confidence go, it wasn't what you would call a a, a ringing endorsement. Um, but I I admit I I thought that the 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 plan was Charlie manages this year. If if they don't make the playoffs. He's not coming back. If they do make the playoffs and go out in the wild card round, then his job is subject to scrutiny. I did not at any point foresee a move in the middle of the season. Probably not until... I don't think I really started thinking about it seriously until the run of games. They had the Red Sox and the Rays coming in. And, you know, there were... there were you started to hear signs of, you know, some of the core players weren't necessarily doing See, started, all the early work I they were supposed to, to do. I started and, hearing that whenever the offense got off to the slow start they got off to. That's when I heard it. That's me. Like the conversations of things need so to be. So we're the, talking. They, people need to be held accountable, and and things May-ish need to be held like held that. in the right direction. You know, started to go in the right direction. We're we're supposed to be doing things, and and things aren't being done. Now I'm not saying they were thinking about firing him then, but expect again, unfair or not, expectations going into the season were as high as they could possibly get. And when you're the biggest 
part of your team gets off to the slow start that they got off to. Mm-hmm. Whose fault is it? You ain't going to blame Vladdy. You ain't going to blame Bo. You ain't going to blame George. You're going to blame the manager because he's an easy target. Yeah, there's no, there was not one there's not one quick fix to what what ails this team offensively. Nope. I mean, there isn't. Nope. Uh, you can't tell. They need I mean, a they isn't. need a legit left-handed hitter, and they don't have it. And they need some they need some they need gas out of the bullpen, and and they don't and they don't have that. They don't have gas out of the bullpen. That'd be still a challenge for John. Is how does John handle that? And will he have enough to have some gut feels? I got a gut feel that yeah. maybe I want to mix the lineup around. Alex Cora continue to bring that around. That he's came out and said out loud. Nobody told me, no khaki told me above to move around the big three in the order. I had a gut feel that this would work, and I could feel the vibe of the room. Mm-hmm. It was going south in a hurry, and I needed to do something. Will John Snyder have enough rain to do that? That's, that's the question. Shai Davidi of Sportsnet is going to join us in a few minutes as we uh, poke through the embers of the breaking news. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, first to report. The round noon, the Blue Jays confirming it via club release. Charlie Montoyo has been relieved of his position as manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. John Schneider, his bench coach, will take over the role. Casey Candell, who managed the AAA team in Buffalo, will be promoted to John Schneider's bench, bench coach. Actually covered, believe it or not, covered Casey Candell when he was with the Montreal Expos. He was a long-time uh, a long, he's been a long time minor league coach. And if you need to call up guys from AAA, no better guy to know what well, they got than that guy. There, there you go. That so makes sense. It it does make sense. And mm-hmm. and uh, this is this is now a, a coaching staff that's got a lot of Blue Jays organizational, you know, a lot of Blue Jays organizational roots attached to it. And uh, we get their chance to see what they're made of, or at least. Start to see what they're made of tonight. The Jays take on the Philadelphia Phillies. 7-0-7, first pitch at the Rogers Center. Kansas City's in for four games. Then we have the All-Star break. And I wonder how the All-Star break factors into the timing here as well because it does give... It's an easy-ish schedule, although Zach Wheeler... John Schneider, congratulations. You're a major league manager. Your first job is to beat Zach Wheeler. Go at it. Once you get past Zach Wheeler tonight, you got Kansas City coming in. You got the All Star break. Maybe give everybody a chance to kind of take a breath and exhale. Forget about it, and then hit the run, hit 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 the ground running. But I will say this: I think it's absolutely it's absolutely vital that this team hit the All Star break still in a in a in a postseason spot. I'm with you. Still in a postseason. You can't you, spot. can't you can't split with KC. They play four games against KC. Can't can't split against them. It's three out of four or four out of four. So uh, John Schneider ain't going to back into this. No, expectations are there. He's taking over a team that That's is in un- a playoff spot. It, 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 yeah, let's think, <laughs> think about, about this. That. Let's think about this. Your your job. You are taking over a team that is underperformed, but is still expected to go to the World Series. Because that that to me is still the bottom line for this for this front office. And for this ownership is win ball games. You know, go to the World Series. I and mean, once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. But I don't think the Blue Jays' ownership and management envisioned that they would be fighting for a playoff berth at some point in September. They they want this thing. They want this team to be to be comfortably a playoff team. That's that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. Not four games above five hundred. So, so John Schneider, as I said, he is not going to back into anything here. Shai Davidi is our MLB insider at Sportsnet. He'll join us next. It's Blair and Barker, a special emergency sort of podcast-ish thing, manager-fired version of Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590 The Fan, sportsnet.ca on the website, Sportsnet 360, and later on, wherever you get your favorite podcast. The smartest takes on the biggest stories in sports. The Fan Drive Time with Ben Ennis and Stephen Brunt. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Toronto Blue Jays have released Charlie Montoyo from his position as manager 
of the team. John Schneider, the bench coach, will take over effective tonight against Philadelphia Phillies. Casey Kandel's been brought up from AAA Buffalo, where he was the manager. He will become the bench coach uh, for John Schneider. And uh, Casey Kandel's got a lot of managing and a lot of coaching experience. And I got to think that uh, he will be there if John needs somebody to bounce something off. Absolutely. And Casey 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 Kandel's also he's he's a good dude. It's a lot of people. Who, a lot of people who played for him. You know, everybody's a good dude in sports. I understand that's not always the case, but everybody thinks everybody's a good dude. But you talk to guys who played for him, they Seems like the moment's not they too have big a lot for of him, too, No, no. Which is a big deal. No. He's, I mean, it is. he's been through a lot of these mm-hmm. things. Shai Davidi's our MLB insider at Sportsnet. He, of course, is all over this story. Charlie Montoyo, no longer manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. There are five games left until the All-Star break. And uh, the Phillies are in town for uh, one more game tonight. And then the Kansas City Royals come in for four. Do we have Shai on the line? We're getting Shai? Shai's with us. Shai, thanks so much for joining Barker and myself, very easy first question, my th- my friend. Fastball right down the middle. Are you surprised at all? Ah, are you surprised at all at the timing of the move? Yeah, from a timing perspective, a little bit. You know, I figured, you know, this felt like it was becoming a possibility on that road trip. And, you know, I think that the, the pressure of frustration was starting to build around the team and I don't know if the, it, it was necessarily imminent, but it's sort of feeling like this might be something that needed to happen. But you figured that with the, the funeral for Julia Budzinski and, and some of the things in and around that, that maybe, you know, they took a pause, waited until uh, the all-star break and, you know, reset things at that point. But, you know, I wonder, and I don't know this, this is my speculation, but I wonder if the, decision was made on that last day in Seattle and that mm. it was just, you know, this, it needed some time to breathe. And, you know, at the first moment they felt that it was okay that the group would be ready for it. You know, they, they made the move. Shy, how much do you think the players had to do this with, with, you know, Ross, maybe getting the feel of the room. You talk about that all the time, the, the great clubhouses and how, you know, was there any of that bad tension between players and Charlie? I don't know if it's necessarily bad tension, but, you know, I was just looking back at, you know, some of the, the, the wording that, you know, players were using that Charlie was using. And, you know, I was wondering if maybe, you know, there was maybe a bit of a disconnect building, you know, you've got, you know, Charlie Montoya and look, I, and I totally understand and respect this, you know, he was taught, you know, uh, he was asked if he had, you know, addressed the players about the struggles. And he said, look, you know, I, I don't want to do that. That's for the leadership group to do. And I think that when a manager does that, it's a, it's a sign of panicking and I don't want to show any panic. Uh, but then you have the players calling the players only meeting, um, really talking about the need to, to pick each other up, lift each other up, to stop wondering why, and to just focus on playing. And, you know, it just seemed to me like those were, you know, two different conversations that, that they're having. And, you know, when you get to the, you're, you're getting to this point in the season, you know, we're, we're into sample size and yep. we're into, into the point where you've got to fix things and you've got to get right. So uh, I, my guess, again, uh, this is still speculation at that point, but my guess is that, you know, Ross Atkins looked at it and, you know, he felt that, you know, that wasn't going to, to merge in a quick enough fashion. And, and you know, the, the, the runway at this point isn't significant, especially with, you know, how good the rest of the American League is turning out to be. Shia, give, give me your opinion. Do you think John Snyder's the right guy for the job right now? You know, I, I think for, for right now, you know, this is, he, he fits, you know, there's familiarity. He's got some cachet. He's come up through the system with a bunch of different guys. Uh, you know, he was very involved with a lot of the decision-making uh, in-game uh, throughout the, the past couple of seasons. So, you know, this is, uh, you know, I guess the same, the same approach, just different messaging a little bit. So the, the, it's not a, a massive deviation from what they were doing. Uh, I do think it's important that Casey Candell is up and, you know, I know that he's quite popular with uh, quite a number of players. Uh, he's got some been there, done that to him, which is really valuable for this team because, you know, it's something that they're lacking. 
Uh, and I, you know, I think that piece will, will be an important one as well, but you know, Schneider's got until, you know, the end of the season to, to show what he can do. Uh, and, you know, at that point we'll get a sense whether, you know, the Blue Jays are content with the work that he's done uh, or whether, you know, they start looking elsewhere. So this is an impossible question to answer shy, but I feel that I know you well enough that I can ask you an impossible <laughs> question. If the Jays finish the season game out of the wild card, let's say, kind of where, yeah, roughly where they are now, is that good enough for John Schneider to come back? Will, 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 his, will his term here be judged on results or will it be more of a you know, improvement in Vladdy, improvement in Bo? Optics. Not not even optics. Stuff that the I'm going to borrow Barker's phrase. Stuff that the khakis can measure that the rest of us can't see. <laughs> uh, how about that? Uh, boy, say it. Stuff that the khakis can measure that the rest of us can't see. Uh, you know, I, I my I think it would all depend on what the reaction in, in to the the players is, right? You know, if the if the players really rally around them. And you get a sense that there's a good connection and that, you know, some of the leadership that is being provided is the right fit for the group. You know, I think that's the ultimate, ultimate measure. You know, certainly results are going to factor into that. And if there are no results, you know, then, you know, the the group isn't going to respond to to the leadership, you know, so they're, they're all part and parcel to one another, but, I think it really, really depends on how this group plays. And look, if you if you've been watching this team the past couple of years, you know the question you keep asking yourself is why does a team that that is seemingly more talented uh, than its record keep underperforming that? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why are they less than the sum of their parts? Why are there so many lapses? Are there times when they're just falling back on on talent and maybe not? locked in on some of the details, you know, I, I, I've certainly heard that suggestion, you know, uh, I, I think that, that all factors into it, you know, and, and so, is, is that manager, is that players, uh, a combination of the two, it's never just one thing, but the easiest thing to change as a manager, uh, you know, I, it, this is one way to relieve some of the, the pressure and the stresses. Uh, and maybe this is, you know, uh, an unfortunate way to provide a wake-up call uh, to to the players who are, you know, maybe allowing stuff to slip through the cracks. Shy, how much pressure do you think is on Ross from the higher ups now that he's fired the the manager that he picked to to make the optics of this team look better now? Yeah, and extended just back in spring training. Sure, right. So, uh, you know, th- this is clearly his decision. You don't get too many resets like this. Uh, you know, but it, it should be pointed out, you know, the Blue Jays, as a matter of course, you know, what we've seen from this front office, you know, they are very reluctant to fire people. They give, they give, they tend to give their employees quite a bit of runway. Uh, they try to make things work at all costs. And so, you know, for, for them to have made this move, especially so soon after, uh, after a, a, giving him an extension through the 23 season with a club option on 24, uh, you know, it's clearly symbolic that uh, they're feeling some pressure and, and some expectations. So, you know, I, you can't, I don't think this is one of those situations you can look at one thing in isolation. You have to look at the situation holistically and, you know, again, I, I, there aren't a lot of quick answers you can't completely trade your way through what the Blue Jays are going through right now. Uh, you know, whereas a year ago, you could definitively say, all right, well, you know, you're looking to the Joel Pyamps of the world to try and pitch and leverage. That's just not going to work. Yeah. You know, the, it, it's, the answer is a lot. The issues are far more complicated this year. Uh, and I think when that's the case, you know, sometimes this is the, the easiest move that you can make. If uh, anybody's interested out there, this is from... Uh... Our very good friend Steve Fellin at Sportsnet Stats. Charlie Montoyo is the first MLB manager fired this late into a season with his team in a playoff spot since Ned Yost was fired by the Milwaukee Brewers in 2008. 
So I and, and that one that one was right in the last week of the season, right? When they fired Ned Yost and, and uh, got Robert Yeah, if memory serves. I believe it was, Shy. I believe it was. Yeah. So this is this is this is a rarity for a team to be that that is in a playoff spot around the all star break to fire a manager, but these are expect these are the expectations. Mm-hmm. These are the expectations. Uh it, it, and just to contextualize that, yes, it, you know, it's worth noting that you know, a week and a half ago, the Blue Jays were in complete control of their playoff destiny, holding mm-hmm. the top wild card with a clear gap between them and the other clubs. Uh, and now they're uh, and now they're in the, in the final spot, clinging to it. So and here you know, come it, the it, Orioles, as we all predicted, <laughs> and the Mariners, which is you know a team that's far more likely to hang around. Shy, in your in your mind, does this force Ross's hand to do? I'm going to give Jeff credit too. When we first started the show when we came back on the air that he was saying that they may have to, to give up pieces that they didn't want to give up to get a bigger piece. You think this forces Ross's hand to do that with I'm firing saying, the manager uh, uh, when let, he fired it, when your team's in a playoff spot. I think what to me it indicates is there's enough urgency that I think there are some things on the sure. table that we may not think are on the table. There you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't see them deviating from their approach and suddenly you know, just going scorched earth of the farm system to, to make this work, right? That, that would be such a radical departure. To me, that would be an obvious sign of panic if they just uh, started rec- recklessly using their pos- prospect capital after cultivating it uh, so carefully. And, you yeah, know, but I'm to, not thinking to, of prospect degree, capital. I'm to, thinking of moving out like a, like a Teoscar or Lourdes. Well, I, I don't think that's become more likely. I think that's always been a function Fair of point. What, are you, what are you getting back on the other side? You know, I Fair think that's point. been on the table for a while. Uh, you know, you know, in an ideal world, the Blue Jays would love to find a way to get more left-handed. And if you could do that, uh, you know, by swapping out a Teoscar Hernandez or a Lourdes Gurriel Jr. for, you know, a left-handed equivalent, you know, that that would be certainly one way to do it. Um, you know, but I, I do think, you know, like I wonder why Jake McGee, who was recently designated for, for assignment, isn't here yet. You know, uh, you know, I, I know some people were joking. You know, well, you know, are, why isn't he? Is, is he going to be on the plane with them when when they leave? Oh, we Seattle? know he's vaxxed too, right? Wasn't Jake McGee? He's been up here, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure since the pandemic times. Is with the were the Giants here last year? Oh no. Okay. All right. Right. But um, points well you know, made. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a question mark. But, uh, you know, that I, I think there are little things that that can certainly help. Um, you know, I, I just think there are a lot of little things going on and that, you, you know, you can make some improvements that that would certainly help. That would give a boost. I mean, you know, Carlos Santana, I thought even before he got traded, would have been a, a great fit for this team uh, as a bench bat part time player. Uh, and you know the Mariners are what eleven and one or twelve and one since mm-hmm. he joined them. Uh, you know, a little boost like that uh, might have made a difference. And you know, I think adding a of a, a veteran position player right. uh, to complement George Springer with some been there done that is, is something that's probably necessary, right? Like last year, the Blue Jays had you know Simeon to complement Springer. They brought in Dyson. They brought in Dickerson. Uh, you know the there, there were just more experienced guys, and this year it's it's really Springer, and then you know Chapman a little bit too, uh, but beyond that, it's uh, it's a lot of younger, younger and experienced guys. So, you know, that might be another way to sort of augment the the the, the group uh, and maybe give uh, you know Schneider and the coaching staff a, a little bit of help too. A couple of things: uh, McGee is in fact uh, vaccinated. He in fact was on the COVID IL, but he is vaccinated, so we'll do that. And, and Ned Yost, shy your memory is great. Ned Yost was actually let go with twelve games left, uh, with twelve games left in the season. So, Kevin, I'll let you. You had a question. Go ahead. I, I, I did. I, I was just wondering. I was just wondering if you're Ross and and you're thinking about big picture here with John Snyder. You think you go in a room, say today tonight before the game starts and say, John, we're, we're going to give you some input, but gloves are off. You want to change up the lineup, do it. You want to throw this guy here, do it. Do you, do you think that you think they'll be a, open enough midway through the season to allow a guy to do that? 
I mean, I don't know. I would I would envision John Schneider being, you know, collaborative and engaged with, you know, the process that they have in place, right? That mm-hmm. they've done things a certain way. You know, John Schneider was a part of all those conversations that they would have had and all their game planning and all the, you know, you know looking at the, the different data points and trying to, to map out what a baseball game looks like and what are the optimal matchups and, you know, what are the different, what are the different things that you would do in certain scenarios, you know, that to think that I can't see him deviating wildly from that or wanting to, or needing to, you know, I, again, this team is, is so process driven uh, and is so structured in the way they do things, you know, I, I just don't see them suddenly shaking things up saying, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. run it on gut. Uh, you know, that's not, you know, obviously uh, at times in games that that may take place because, you know, what you're seeing playing out on the field may not match the numbers, but in terms of, you know, the way you're structuring the whole, uh, you know, your daily planning and things of that nature, I just, I just can't see them taking a sharp right turn and saying, Hey, you know, let it fly and see what happens. Shy, uh, really good of you to join us today in the spur of the moment. I, I know this is going to be a hectic day from hell for you, and uh, we really do appreciate this. You know that, my friend. Thanks so You're much. You're the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Be well. Take care. That's Shy Davidi, our MLB insider with Sportsnet and Sportsnet.ca. Will be, well, it's the only place you'll need to go to uh, get the news on the firing of Charlie Montoyo and the, his replacement by John Schneider, a lot of people, I, uh, this surprised me a bit. A lot of people in the text line, a lot of people in social media are absolutely fixated on the freaking home run check. <laughs> you notice that? Oh, it, it, it's, that's the reason why I got fired. A lot of people think that the first thing John Schneider's got to do is drop the hammer on all the fun. No more home run jacket. Be professional. Be like, the Red Sox. Oh, wait a minute. They put guys in the laundry cart. Be like the Angels. Mike Trout. Oh, wait a minute. They have guys wearing a cowboy hat. Be like the Orioles, the hot Orioles. The, oh, they've got guys wearing those big... The chain. The, the chain. A lot of people are... They really seem to have a burn in their ass about the jacket. Like it's, the almost jacket. Like, it's almost like they want Charlie Montoyo to leave the Rogers Center wearing the, jacket, the jacket over top of him. I don't know. I Yeah, we'll see. We'll We'll... we'll the jacket's kind of become, unfortunately, the jacket's become a symbol for a lot of fans of uh, uh, of a team that's underperforming. And that's one of the dangers when you do those things. One of the dangers when you start picking symbols is everything's fine and dandy when, you know, it's all roses. Mm-hmm. But when stuff turns sour, people start looking at that and go, you really need to do that? You really need to put the home run jacket on when you've been swept? or you're in the process of being swept by the Seattle Mariners, you really need to do that? Walk down the dugout and pose because you're losing 9-3? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Think John Schneider drops I, the hammer think, in that? I think John will, will have a meeting. I'm, I'm assuming that will be today. And I'm assuming if somebody brings that up, he will leave it up to the players to make up their own mind. That's what I think. What do we have here? Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, so uh, April 2021, actually, we're talking about Jake McGee. He went on the uh, uh, he went on the uh, the COVID IL after getting his vaccine. So uh, John Schneider is. Let me see. He's born February 14th, 1980. Because uh, a lot of people don't really don't know that much about the Blue no. Jays about him. He's been a coach with the Blue Jays since 2019. He played six seasons as a catcher in the Blue Jays minor league organization. With me. With you. That's how I met John. He's from Princeton, New Jersey. He attended the University of Delaware. Is that a blue hen? Does that make you a blue hen if you're a University of Delaware? I think it does. Played not this right there. here. Played college baseball for the fighting blue hens. And uh, he was chosen by the Blue Jays in the 13th round of the 2002 draft. Short season single A Auburn. Played uh Class A Charleston, Triple A Syracuse Chiefs. They always say the the ex catchers make the best managers. Bingo. Catching yeah. instructor. That's where I first met him. Catching instructor with the Blue Jays. 2008 managed the Gulf Coast League team. Then managed the short, short season Vancouver Canadians team. Uh, won a Northwest League championship. He's managed Double A. He's won the Florida State League champion. I mean, he's 
basically done everything in the Blue Jays organization. Managed a lot of these guys. Uh, managed a lot of these guys on the way up. So uh, there you go. And um, he's got a finely tuned sense of humor. Well said. Our John Schneider does. He's a good man. He's a hard worker. He'll hold people accountable, which is what everybody's yelling and screaming about. Charlie doesn't do. The jacket thing, ignore that. Stop Stop worrying about the jacket. Worry more about winning. Worry more about Vladdy taking good pitches and, and swinging at good pitches and having quality at bats and passing the baton that way and running the bases and setting the tone when it comes to just being a good player. Worry more about that than worrying about jackets. And if they do the little things, and, and hopefully Ross gets some, some better quality stuff in here when it comes to arms so he can hand the ball to better higher octane velocity. If they do that, they got a good team, Jeff. They do. They just need to finalize some pieces. And now I think Ross has eliminated excuses. No more excuses. That includes for Ross. Now <laughs> well, that's that's Spotlight really spotlight well, is all over him now. That's really well said. Uh, Charlie Montoyo was fired this afternoon by the Toronto Blue Jays around noontime. John Schneider was hired as his replacement. John Schneider, the bench coach. Longtime coach in the Blue Jays organization, Casey Candell. Shai mentioned this. I'm glad he did. Casey Candell gets promoted from AAA, uh, from AAA Buffalo to be John Schneider's bench coach. And 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 John will, John will find a uh, he'll find a confidant in Casey Candell because Casey's as I mentioned, he's done a lot in the game. Shai did the same thing. Anybody who's played for him, anybody who's played for him, raves about him. Uh, and and uh, he's he's been through can't he's basically been through everything. Yeah, I kind of wondered about I I I kind of wondered about that when I looked at the at, at at the Jays coaching staff because the game has changed so much. I used to think I admit I used to think that you needed to have played the game to manage not well, but you needed to have had clout in the room. He raises his hand. He says something. There has to be a little bit. Yeah, well, I've been there and done it before. But I think if he, he says it, he must know what he's talking and, about. And you've made this point often. I think that has changed in the past decade or so with the advent of analytics. There's really two things I think a manager needs to do. One, he needs, even though analytics are involved in this, you still need you still need to know when to take the ball from the starting pitcher's hand and who to give it to. Like there, there's still an element of my eyes and the numbers tell me that I have to do this. Mm. And the other thing, and Barker, you maybe the first thing you told me when you joined us on the station was the manager needs to be able, whatever the message is, he needs to be able to communicate it to the players. He needs to manage up. He's got to know how to deal with his general manager in the front office. Mm-hmm. He just does. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. You've got to manage up. And you've also got to know, you've also got to be able to put the message out there in the public. Especially when you look at what happened with this, with this team in 2015, 2016, and the way that, that momentum built up and, and the TV ratings and the attendance and, and all of these things. More and more people were looking at, talking about, paying attention to, worrying, wondering about the Blue Jays. And you really, I think, needed, you need to have a guy who can sell people things. And sometimes to sell people stuff, you know what you have to do? You got to put the hip waders on and you got to start shoveling the BS. And the one thing, <laughs> no, no, you do. You Mark, do. you got to put, you, you do. You got to try to convince maybe the worst pitcher in the history of the game that he's going to be Mariano Rivera tonight because you're sure. putting him in in the ninth Don't inning. segregate parts of your, your parts of your team. Just sort of lump everybody together and say, we're doing this as a team but, thing. But, and Charlie's not a BSer. He's not. Charlie was not. And I'm not saying Schneider was, but. I had someone tell me yesterday, you know the thing with Charlie? One of the things with Charlie is if you handed Charlie, if you handed Charlie stuff and he thought he'd just roll his eyes and you know, like people looked at Charlie as this this kind of this this soft spoken, low key guy. Charlie knew what he liked and what he didn't like. And yeah, I Well, maybe I, he's leaving on his own terms. Give the man credit. I know he's a good man. 
I know he's earned the right to be a, a big league manager. Hopefully he gets another opportunity. Yeah, he just, did. And that did bother me, did. the idea. Charlie, because there are people out there. Charlie didn't, Charlie didn't, Charlie didn't miss any steps along Absolutely the road not. to being a manager. Coming he, from a guy who can speak yeah, from that, being at the minor league anybody. level as long as I was and how hard it is to ride buses and, and just, you know, show and go kind of things, even if you're a manager and you think it's like Groundhog Day year after year after year after year, and you're never going to get an opportunity to go to the next level, he's earned it. Don't, don't, those people don't have any idea what they're talking about. Zero because they've never been there and done it before. They don't know what it feels like to ride buses and, and just do the same thing in crappy places over and over and over and never make any money doing it. So I got no time for that. Like, there's, it's rare that I'll come on here and, and get my in the air. Yeah. But when you start hearing people say things like that, they have no idea what they're talking about. Zero. Charlie's earned it. Didn't work out here. Didn't work out here. Hopefully he gets a good, another opportunity as a, as a coach, as a manager. You, you never think, want anybody to get fired. Do you think he's he'll get another, do you think he'll get another opportunity as a manager? I don't know about that. I think, I think you got to be at the right place at the right time. So a lot of luck goes into that. It's not always the best person gets the job. Because you as are a, as a as a coach. I mean, he's got a lot, he's got a lot to give. Oh, Middle infielder and, and all those things. Third base coach has got a lot to give. Got to be lucky to be a manager. Only so many of them. So yeah. I'm not sure about that. Might take a little time. But I do think as a as a uh, you know, as a good coach could come in and that way you get into an organization that way and move up. I do think that's a possibility because he's a good man. He knows what he's talking about. He's been around the game long enough to sell it to players. You wish him the best. Again, he's a good man. You never want to see anybody get fired. Never. Just so happens it didn't work out here. Ross and the organization thought they needed to go a different direction. But I will say, if you're a Blue Jays fan, it is nice to see that there is expectations here. And it is nothing but winning. I played for the Blue Jays in 2006. They were happy to finish third. Yeah, they were. Third, third, third. It's not about that anymore. It's not about it. Four games above 500 in fourth place is not good enough. And if you're a fan of the Blue Jays, be happy with that. Be happy that it's headed in the direction of we don't accept that. We don't accept losing here for us as an organization and for our fan base. And that's something special to watch and be a part of. Yeah, it is. uh, It is abundantly clear what expectations are for this team, for this team now. Um. Who? Uh, I don't even know how to ask this question because we're not we're not in that clubhouse. Who's got a Who's got to step up today? Vladdy. Vladdy, it's your best player. It'll always be your best player. Like it's it'll be Bob. I'm I'm sure it'll be George who will be doing the speaking. It'll be Matt Chapman. It'll be Bo Bichette. Because they're, you know, they're the vocal ones of the team. But when it comes to performance on the field, the message has been sent that what you guys have been doing as a team is not good enough. You had a little part in getting your manager fired. You had a big part in getting you your absolutely manager fired. did. And Vladdy, you're a big part of that. You're not having a good enough year. I mean, I hate to say it that way because he's 23 and it's a lot to ask a kid to do that. But he's special. Have you been have you been in a clubhouse when a manager's fired? I have Any not clubhouse? been. Not okay. at this level, not the expectations. Have you been in the minor league level where a manager's been fired? No, they, the they, they never do that because it's okay. out of sight, out of mind kind of thing at the minor league level. I mean, you'd have to really so therefore do I can't. I, you have to it, it punch would... an umpire in the face, you know, <laughs> to, to get fired at the at the minor league level. That's usually something that happens so, in the offseason. So therefore, it would be useless. Bill Gardner, I think, when I played with the Brewers, I first came up, maybe when I was there. Yeah. I was actually on the team, and I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look who who came in. It was the hitting coach. Was it Davey? It wasn't Davey Lopes. No, no. no. Davey Lopes was the manager, I believe, the next year when I was an actual starter. But midseason, I believe Phil Gardner got fired. Can you look that up for me? Yeah, I will look it up. You keep talking. Sing for for people. But I was was so young, I didn't really care. I didn't didn't really know Phil. Like, was what it was. And, but I think it was, what was that, 99 when he got fired? Where are we here? Jim Lefevre. Jim Lefevre, the hitting coach. Yep. He was, he took over for Phil. So, yeah, but I, again, I was trying to make my way. At first, that was when I, like when I was just trying to feel my way. But did you feel was different? Like it was, there was no expectations. Right. I don't even, I mean, I think he was, it was sort of like what you had mentioned where, you know, just your timing ran out. 
I guess the yeah he'd they, been they there exhausted everything he'd been there since ninety since ninety two sure like it was just they'd had enough like sort of like Gibby they like were, the, the, it was at the end like it was time he was fired I think at, it was he was sort of fired that. at fifty two and sixty but yeah, firing yeah. a guy when you're in a playoff spot that's different like there's expectations now and but, if you're if you're a, a player on this team you you, what, you, uh, you feel you feel bad about it so but you were there when that happened what you you walk in the clubhouse same thing just going. See see what the lineup looks like. Is there a different mood? Are guys quieter? Quiet, it's quiet. You know, you know, you whispered. You see that? Why? You, why is this happening? I do remember that? You know, it, it takes experience. Take older guys to. I'm, I'm sure we had. I don't remember this. It's been so long, but I'm sure they. You know, somebody that mattered had been around the big leagues a long time. I'm sure had meetings. I know the. I'm sure. Jim Lefevre had a you know yeah. meeting. All they always do. Like John Snyder will have a meeting today and. You know, Ross will come down. I'm sure he'll have a meeting with the team and say why, and we're all behind you. And uh, yeah, go get him. Now, oh yeah, you know the rah rah. Here we go, college. Everybody run out together, hey! But it's it's just funny how it always comes back to your best players have to be your best players. The Alejandro Kirk is a great story, but you've said this and it's stuck with me. Alejandro Kirk can't be your best hitter. Just can't. Not no. on this team. Not on this team. And he is. He just can't, and that's they need to step up and be better. And the good news is Al, the good news is Alejandro Kirk is one of four Blue Jays going to the All Star sure. game. The bad news is Alejandro Kirk is one of four Blue Jays going to the All Star game. I hate to say it that way because he's uh, a, he's a good player, he's, he's a, a good, good player, hitter, but but he's a you know he is a I, I don't want to that's not a bad five. thing. He's a he's a really good hitter, but he should be like third or fourth in line. I'd say, well, if they were going really well, he 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 better be third and fourth fourth in line. So let us get you set and uh, do a little bit of a reset here. It has been Blair and Barker in a an expanded edition. Charlie Montoyo has been fired by the Toronto Blue Jays. John Schneider, his replacement, Casey Candell, has come up. He will be John Schneider's bench coach. Um, Blake Murphy and Blue Jays talk. I was going to say another. Blake Murphy and Blue Jays Talk, uh, Jays Talk Plus will be along after us. And uh, then Ben Ennis will take over right up to game time. 707 first pitch, Phillies and Jays. John Schneider's first game as official interim manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Mr. Barker and myself will be back tomorrow from 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fan at 360. And tonight, you got something to say about the firing of Charlie Montoyo. Kevin and myself will be on Blue Jays Talk tonight. Immediately following the game, we'll focus on the game. But, yes, we'll also open the phone lines if you got something to say about Charlie. So, thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great day.